Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, welcome to Elijah Streams. Today is Friday, September 16th, 2022. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley. I'm filling in for Steve Schultz today. Happy Friday! Fridays are the best. I'm visiting Moravian Falls. If you guys have ever heard of Moravian Falls, it's like an open heaven. Um, the Moravians lived here for a hundred uh, plus years and did prayer meetings every single day. If you guys get a chance to come visit um, Moravian Falls and go up to Prayer Mountain and um, you know, Bob Jones is buried here and there's just such a, a rich history in this place. If you can come here to seek God and pray, I really encourage you to do it. If you're looking for some time away just to really seek God, um, this is a wonderful place to do it. So it's in Moravian Falls, uh, North Carolina. I'm really excited to be with, with all of you. And my guest today is Mike Thompson. You guys know Mike Thompson. We love Mike and CK so much here at Elijah Streams. And Mike is the founder of Mike Thompson Ministries. He is also has a studio um, slash church, but it's more of like a studio setting where he holds meetings. Um, it's called Word of Life. It's in Las Vegas. If you guys want to go visit him there, uh, we just love Mike so much. So he's going to be sharing with us uh, all about the difference between your spirit and your soul. He's also going to be sharing recent encounters that he's been having with the Lord. Before I brought him on here, I said, hey, Mike, you've been having any recent encounters? And he laughed because he's like, you know, all the time, I'm a prophet. If I wasn't having encounters and I wasn't seeing the Lord and seeing what he's doing, I wouldn't be doing my assignment. So it's kind of a silly question to ask a prophet, hey, what's God showing you? Because right away they're like, oh, last night I had this dream. And so we're gonna hear all about um, what Mike has been seeing recently in the heavenly realm. So let's bring on Mike Thompson. Hey, Mike. Hello, Kelsey. Oh, it's so, so nice to, to see you. you so today. nice to be here, praise God. Oh, I'm glad you're here, Mike. I know we have uh, a lot of things on your list that you're going to teach some really deep spiritual truths that we all need to hear today. It's going to be an incredible episode. But before we get started, first, if people want to come visit you in Las Vegas, um, they might be in for, a, we were talking about a little bit of a difference than just a church. So share a little bit about your ministry and what you guys do there in Vegas. Oh, absolutely. You know, we do have uh, a studio, recording studio. It's called The Prophet's House, and uh, we do have a regular Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m. service that is open for anyone that would like to attend. No reservations, tickets, anything else, just come. You know, when the Lord sent us here, he told us to do things differently because we had uh, the first couple of years of our ministry we traveled evangelistic we did a lot of field ministry and prophetic work and then after that for several decades was uh, pastoral and it was from the established church outreaches and the Lord said I want you to move to Las Vegas and when you do just swap it when you get there I want you to establish your office headquarters with a large enough room that you create a studio and I want you to do mostly videos and the people that come and attend, uh, they become your congregation. That's your church. That's your local church. And uh, then, of course, the multiple thousands of people that uh, are partners online, that's the extended church. That's what we do. So we really encourage people to come anytime they want. The glory of God is always here. People are healed and delivered. And absolutely, I mean, everything that God wants to do just explodes in these services. So that's and I it. I can share a testimony. A testimony with you, Mike, is when I watch you on YouTube and you're teaching, you know, you put your teachings up on YouTube, the revelatory realm is so much clearer for me when I watch your teachings because you're oh. a prophet. And so it's like, it's you get into this realm, the prophet's realm where you see more clearly or more sharply or you're more perceptive after you listen to your teaching. So I encourage you guys to all head over to Mike Thompson's YouTube because those teachings are so powerful and what you fill yourself with and what you study and what you meditate on, it becomes a reality to you. So Mike, your ministry is so, so powerful. 
And I know oh, you've had you. recent encounters lately with the Lord. So would you share some of them with us? Oh, yes. You know, I think that probably at this particular point, the message that the Lord has really uh, placed upon my heart is that this September, you know, also Rosh Hashanah, there's so many things that's happening right now in the spiritual realm that there are some major shifts. So I've been praying and asking the Lord. And so what he's told me is basically two parts is uh, number one, is that we are warring for the wisdom and for the provisions of heaven. We're entering a new season now. Uh, he told me, and, and all of this was actually in vision form. He, okay. he appeared to me, pulled me into the spirit, began talking to me about that. And he said, we've left a season that has been um, problematic, troubling, that uh, we're coming out of this situation where so many people, so many Christians are weary. And he said, yes. we're going, I want to raise their hope. And I want them to see that they're going to have to war for what's coming up. Now that warring, don't let anybody, you know, be scared of that. It's not in the trenches and it's hard and it's, oh no, my God, we got to continue what we've been going through the last two and a half years. It's, no, the warring is that you have to take and place yourself in the hands of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The warring is not out there trying to destroy the strategies of the principalities and the powers. I mean, that's involved. The warring is within us. It is coming to a place to where we contend Yes. for what God has for us now. It's putting down the flesh. It's walking in the spirit. It's all of these things. And we're going to have to war for that position. And he said, warring for the wisdom and for the provisions. Mm. And immediately he reminded me of the scripture there in John where he was talking to his disciples about the fact that he was going to have to go away. So an, a new season is coming. And he said, but don't worry about it. This is going to be good for you. Now, this is my loose paraphrase, okay? <laughs> but it's all there. You'll find it in John 16 primarily. He said, it's going to be good for you if I go away. Can you imagine that? I know. Telling the disciples. Right here with his disciples. What? You're, you're the most remarkable man that I, we've ever known. You're the Christ. You're the Messiah. And he said, it's going to be good for you because when I go away, the Holy Spirit is going to come. And that Holy Spirit is going to take you into this new phase. Now, there's a lot involved in that, but my point simply is this. We have to more than we ever have in our lives, become more dependent upon the Holy Spirit's presence yes. and allow him. So the warring for it is to change the paradigm. It's, it's like I was preaching on this Sunday and I shared with pe uh, the people that were here in our studio, our congregation, and that I come from the Vietnam War era, that generation. And I watched so many of those Vietnam veterans when they came back to America. Of course, there have been new wars in the Middle East, et cetera. Physical analogy. Watched them come back and everything that they learned over there to survive didn't work here in Main Street America. The adjustment was so necessary now for the new. We've come out of a time of spiritual warfare that has been engaged against all of the stuff that's attacked, not only worldwide, the body of Christ, but for us here in America. Yes. And those spiritual warfares are still ensuing, but we have to change our perception and our paradigm. We have to learn to give it to the Spirit, walk in the Spirit. And when we do that, then God said there will be new wisdom and new provisions. Hallelujah. What's interesting to me 
is that uh, just a little bit of a, a word understanding there. When Jesus said that the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to take of mine. He didn't say my knowledge. He said of mine. What does Jesus have in heaven seated at the right hand of the Father? Everything. It encompasses everything. He will take of mine and he will declare it unto you. The word declare there in the Greek text means reveal and transmit. And what I tell people yeah. is that the Holy Spirit is in charge of the communication system of heaven and the transportation system of heaven. It's his job to take everything. He's not just pumping physical knowledge into us. He's taking all that Jesus has and revealing and transmitting it to us. Wow. So he talks to us. He gives us visions. He gives us dreams. He gives us revelation yes. about all of the things of heaven, but not for the purpose of us knowing. I mean, sure, that's important, but for the purpose of us receiving. So what does he do? He transports those things to us. When we need salvation, he reveals Jesus and transports the salvation yeah. when we accept. When we need healing, he reveals healing and transports the healing. All of the blessings. You know, words are um, something very important in the spiritual realm because what they do is they represent things. They create things. So when the Holy Spirit is revealing to us he is using the opportunity to transport to us the opportunity to create things. In the beginning, God said, let there be light, and there was light. So in the Hebrew mind, words not only represent concepts, mm -hmm. rational things, but they represent things. So I think the word that I'm really trying to get across to people right now, the first part of it, is that God has the wisdom for what's coming and he has the provision for what's coming. But we're going to have to now shift and allow the presence of the Spirit of God to just consume us and carry us into that place. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, that's so powerful. And I think the time we're in right now, how you talked about it's about to be Rosh Hashanah, Feast of Tabernacles, Day of Atonement. Right. Do you feel like this this time is a really spiritually important time to to seek the Lord more, right? Do you, you feel that way, right? Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because like I said, I think people have grown weary and well-doing. There's been so much that we've yes. been engaged in, spiritual warfare, also in societal things, political things, everything that's around. And what happens is that very often those things come in and begin to narrow our focus. And as they narrow our focus, we're so used to just fighting that battle and doing things that way that we don't see what's in the horizon. We yes. have to lift up our eyes. We have to... Uh, see into the spirit and listen and download all of those things that he has for this next season because it's changing. Yes. And we have to be ready for it. So yes, get into the spirit. And what about having to deal with our flesh? Because when we get all this onslaught, it's like we want to so badly respond in the flesh. Like I think all of us want, it's just you want to respond to what's happening in the flesh. And yeah. God's like, no, just look to me. So would you talk about dealing with the flesh and how can we do that? Because I think many people want to, they want to engage in the realm of the spirit and they want to have visions. They want to have dreams. They want to have encounters, but there's something blocking them. That's right. And it is an individual situation that they need to seek the Lord about and find, you know, breakthrough in those areas. Oh, I just thought of the, the second part I want to mention before we shift that direction is that the Lord told me that also there will be new resources from heaven Praise God. during this time, new resources, not 
something completely new that has never been given to the church before because, you know, we received it all. Yes. On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, the church was birthed, the revelation of Jesus, the kingdom, it brought everything. But there are times and seasons as we go along, and, and those of us who have had some decades under our belt understand how that God moves, and we've watched how that things begin to shift and change, and he draws us deeper in the spirit. And, mm -hmm. and so according to the season and the time, we tap into revelations of things that he's already brought and is already here, but yet we haven't been making use of it. And so right now there are new resources that are coming. And when I say new, it's not only maybe something we haven't had in our individual lives before, but it could be a renewing of what we have been walking in before. Both of those are happening. And so here's kind of the list that I wrote down. He said, these new resources during this time where we are warring for the wisdom and the provisions of heaven for this next season. Number one is in the area of revelations. There are new revelations. Open ourselves up to what the Holy Spirit wants us to know. There are new strategies. There are new anointings, assessments, assignments, new doors and new paths. There's new relationships and renewed relationships, new health and strength, new money and provisions that are coming. So let's just shift into that. Praise God. Yeah. Well, would you pray? Would you pray for people right now just to receive that? Would you just oh, release yes. what you saw? Because you saw you could release it. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, before I finish that prayer, right now, I just felt the Holy Spirit come on me. And he said, right at this moment, everybody out there, make an altar. You make an altar in your heart. You make an altar wherever you're at. If you need to get on your knees, if you're driving, just open your heart, whatever is receptive. There's an altar. And I want you to get ready because there's going to be an anointing on this. I am not just spewing vocabulary and words and verbiage. Right now, we're releasing the anointing of God, so here it comes. Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray for every single person that is listening, that the Holy Spirit at this moment, deep within their hearts, would release the revelation and the understanding that this is a new season and that the shift is here and so in the name of Jesus Christ, that anointing for the wisdom and the provisions and the new resources of this season, release into their hearts now, into their hearts, and then out of their hearts affect their entire lives. Amen. 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 Wow. I receive it. Yes, Lord. So, Mike, let's talk about your all that you're going to teach on. It's it's so awesome. But I want to kind of jump back to the flesh because it's not taught on very much in church that you have to crucify the flesh and live in the spirit. So, you know, how, how do we do that? <laughs> it's probably the first question I want to ask is, how do we get yeah. from walking carnally to walking spiritually? Yeah, that's like walking up to a doctor and saying, how do we do brain surgery? <laughs> I mean, it's like, we got an oh, hour, you got buddy. five minutes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, no, but here's what I can tell you, is that we are spiritual beings and we are physical beings. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. God created us for the spirit to have ascendancy in our lives. What I noticed in the fall of mankind 
See, God created us to be a spirit, to have ascendancy, number one, over the mind, number two, over the body, number three. What the fall did is it changed that order to where it brought up the mind and the body and repressed the spirit. Through Jesus Christ, he reversed that order back through the new creation and the spirit of God on the inside of us so that the human spirit becomes number one. We are creatures of information and we have outside information that comes to us through our five physical senses and it goes into our mind. But we have information that comes to us from the inside, from the indwelling of the spirit of God who is the revelator, who is the teacher and the guide. And it floats up and it comes up to our mind. And so we must learn to operate on the inside information as it comes up. That is truth. There may be natural facts that come to us. Simple illustration is that if I wake up and, and I don't feel good, that information from the outside, from my body, is that you hurt. You need to take a day off. You need to go to the doctor. You need to do whatever. And, I, and, and those may all be appropriate at the time or not. But do we automatically just say, okay, fall in line, lockstep, and just, oh, let's just follow that? Or do we stop? And do we listen to the Spirit? Have we developed a relationship with Him? Fellowshipping with the Spirit of God. Fellowshipping with the Word of God to the point that we've developed the lifestyle that instantly, on the inside, what do we hear? What do we know? And it comes by the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. It comes by a knowing or a perception. It comes by an impression or it comes by stronger wording. And it's, it's a lot of times we can speak to ourselves like I can, you know, I, I know when I'm talking to myself because I say, okay, Mike, Come on, get yourself together. I know it. But when it's the Holy Spirit, it's this encouragement that's coming to me that rises up and he speaks otherly. It's stuff, that, wisdom that I don't have. And as that wisdom comes up, I apply it then to that situation. And out of that relationship comes sickness. In the name of Jesus, leave my body now. By Jesus' stripes, I am healed. And I received the strength of God, and now I listen to it. And acting upon the principle, the principle of healing, that Jesus' blood that was shed for the salvation of our souls, our lives, also was covered physical healing. And that awareness then becomes the priority. Then I listen to him because he has many ways to apply that principle, and that's following the Holy Spirit. He might say, I want you to stay home today, and I want you to just fill yourself with the Word of God. Or he might say, stand up to it, put your clothes on, and go to work. You listen to the Spirit. That's the primary thing. So when we talk about the flesh, <laughs> what is the flesh? We read the scriptures, so many people read them from the context. What seems to appear on the surface is that flesh is evil. Flesh is bad. No, only when it opposes the Spirit of God and the Word of God is it. But you can't get rid of your flesh. You can't get rid of your outer man. You want that outer man to come in line under the Holy Spirit and the presence he has in your human spirit. That's crucial. It's important. So here's the thing. All the time, every day, we have to deal with things that the flesh can't handle. How do we do that? <laughs> we have to get back into order with the way that God has, has given unto us. Dealing with things the flesh can't handle. God didn't design our flesh, I'm talking about our body, 
not just sinful, but the control of our mind and our body, our soul and our flesh. I'll use those terms, but I, so I hope everybody understands when I use that soul and flesh, I'm just talking about the outer aspect of our being. And when it goes into sin, that's wrong. But there are a lot of times that there are things that we would never even consider to be wrong or a sin, but it is carnality. Yes. And it's not led by the Spirit. So I'm going to use it in that sense. God didn't design our flesh and our soul to handle spiritual matters by themselves. He designed our spirit to be in charge and to handle that. Amen. So there are, let's go through different aspects of that. Number one, wrong, inappropriate Flesh and soul attachments can paralyze us and hold us back. Yes, absolutely. And these are things that we all have to deal with every day of our life. What's interesting, you look at Matthew 10, for instance, is that all the way through there, Jesus is talking about persecutions. He's talking about a lot of things that we have to deal with here. And he says that they come from family, from friends, from society from communities that would be like a family structure it could be uh, a church setting it could be a work environment any form of communities that those things that there's so many things that come upon our flesh our flesh can't handle it's got to be the spirit of god because of the uh, the attachments that we have in those areas and when i say attachments i'm not so much saying now let's I, i let me change the wording on that some of those attachments are absolutely demonic and they must be changed you need deliverance but some of those attachments are just more psychological and they're conditions of the flesh yes and they have to be changed okay here's their psychological and spiritual trances psychological and spiritual trances these things are built into us as we're growing Mm -hmm. for instance in our family of origin psychological because of that familial environment that we were raised in Mm -hmm. uh, it may be that there are certain conditions or certain words or certain things like for instance if let's say uh, a child's name is john mark that's a biblical name a person (laughs) and everything's going good and mom and dad say john hey john how you doing today john what's going on in your life john how was school john all these things but when they're angry with him and he hears John Mark, they use that middle name. Mm-hmm. Over the process of years, that becomes what we would sometimes call a trance word. Oh, wow. And that trance word is as soon as he hears that, immediately changes his wow. mind, his body his situation. He's playing baseball and having fun and laughing. And he hears from down the street, John Mark. Uh Oh, what'd I do? What'd I do? What'd I do? Mm -hmm. That instantly changed his reactions, his feelings about himself, perceptions, It became, it induced, if you will, a trance, a change. So now his behavior modifies and he goes home. Okay. Those kind of things happen a lot. So as you grow, then learning how to break those kind of trances. Now, there are also 
spiritual trances. And those spiritual trances are placed upon us similarly, but in the spiritual realm. And very often they're demonic in origin. Uh, sometimes they're because of false doctrine. Uh, and when things arise in our lives, if it automatically causes us to go into a state to where we are controllable, mm -hmm. then that is something that is the flesh can't handle. Wow. If flesh can't go through that, it cannot do it. It's automatically, you know, I, I'll tell you a story. My parents, I love them so much. They're both in heaven right now. They were godly people. Dad was a prophet of God. Um, Mom was so spirit-filled. I jokingly always say humorously that um, if you needed to be filled with the Holy Spirit and healed, she was going to get you filled and healed whether you wanted it or not. <laughs> Dynamic lady. But here's the thing. When I, uh, CK and I first started in the ministry, there were some things about our ministry that we, the Lord was leading us into. And there were a couple of times early on that my mother would say, well, I don't think you should do it that way. Um, and I loved my mother. Yeah. But she was wrong because, yes, that's what God told me. Mm -hmm. But that was hard on my flesh. Mm. My flesh couldn't handle that. My flesh didn't want to disappoint mama. Yeah. My flesh didn't want to, uh, you know, stand up to her. Yeah. And I eventually had to. And it hurt her feelings. Oh. I didn't want to hurt her feelings. My flesh right. couldn't handle that. I had to get into the spirit. I had to pray for about 24 hours before wow. I could talk to mama. Oh. And I had to do it in the spirit. I had to go and say, look, mom, this is what the scripture says. This is what Jesus told me. This, you get the point. Yes. My flesh couldn't handle that. I yeah. had to yield to the spirit. I had to get into that. And when it did, it did hurt her feelings. And she didn't talk to me for a while, but then she came back and she said, I apologize. I know what you're talking about. Oh, praise yeah. God. Now, that's a very simple thing, but that mm -hmm. comes into play with everything that we do as human beings. We have spouses. Yes. We have friends. We have people that we respect. We have societal pressures that are coming against yeah. us. There's so much going on right now in the political spectrum in the United States. How do we handle this? I mean, right. you know, I... I've openly talked about how that the Lord started showing me in 2004 that there was rising, that there was coming a time when the po ruling political spirit of Jezebel would mm. try to take over America. Far left idolatry and wow. the spirit of Antichrist would help her. It would bring persecution uh, upon the body of Christ and a lot of the spirit of lawlessness in our nation. And it happened. It happened. Yeah, it but how do we deal with that? How do we deal with that right now with all the stuff that's going on in society? You know, you probably have relatives that won't talk to you because you're a, a religious zealot or because you're a conservative or whatever. How do you handle those things? You can't handle them in the natural. Your right. flesh will buckle. Your yes. flesh will find a way to give in or keep people happy. Or here's the thing about the flesh. That's good. The flesh that is not ruled by the spirit will usually flop to being passive or flop to the other side of being aggressive. Mm. The spirit of God always leads us according to truth and what the spiritual dynamic of victory is, but it's always in an assertive manner. And so that's why I, I, I try to really just get the message to people that are out there. And, and, and I, it, if anybody gets angry with me for saying this, 
don't be upset with Kelsey or Steve. This is, this is all on me. I see in the body of Christ right now in America that many, not all, I'm just saying, that many have succumbed to flesh in trying to deal with the spiritual warfare that's going on. Mm. And when you succumb to the flesh, you will either become passive, sit back and say, I'm withdrawing because I can't handle the persecution and the argument and the strife and all the stuff that's going on right now. I'm just going to sit back and I just hope Jesus fixes it all. That's not the Spirit of God. But on the other hand, the aggressive nature that I also see in the body of Christ where now it's okay to be in strife and hate and call people that are opposed to you and the things that you believe in, to demonize them, call them names, and to come out in the flesh against these things. Yes. It, just, it just breaks my heart to yes. see how fleshly so many Christians are. What I'm saying is Jesus has a place when you yield to the Spirit, where you get into that assertive condition where you're led by the Spirit, but you do what you need to do. I'm not saying withdraw from politics or from mm -hmm. society or from the conversation of these things. I'm talking about how you do it. If you do it to the flesh, you're going to go to the passive side or you're going to go to the aggressive side. And so either good. one of those is an overcompensation because it's not spirit-led. When yeah. you yield to the Spirit of God and that rises up on the inside and you have the wisdom, you don't have to run and hide, withdraw, play it safe, self-protection, don't hurt me. Right. Jesus help. Neither do you have to go to the aggressive side and become angry and defiant and get yeah. into murmuring and divisiveness. You can stand in confidence. The Spirit of God, when you're led by the Spirit, He always leads you to a position of confidence. And whether that's in politics, whether it's in societal conditions, whether it's in your family, your friendships, what about your ministry, your life? Yes. Balance is created by yielding to the Spirit of God and letting Him have control of you. You know, the Lord, you look like you want to say something. I want to say one thing is that there's so many revelatory people on the earth right now. There's so many, and, and with revelatory people, it's they're hearing from God, but then they'll go to maybe their church or their leaders, and then it's like they get assaulted basically for what they're hearing or what they're saying or I feel like the religious system has put a gag in so many revelatory people's mouths because this is a, an, an incredible generation that we live in of so many people that see and know God so intimately but then it's like the struggle of you know because going through going through a church and being part of a religious system they they want to suppress that in you where it's and i find there's many people that your church has really tried to silence you or even like you're crazy for what you're hearing from god or mm -hmm. that's not for this church or we don't do that here and i just maybe we can pray for those people right now that have been hurt by that and just give them that it's okay that you hear god and that God's showing you things. And, and like you're saying, there's, there's no passive way and there's no aggressive way, but the Spirit of God will lead these people as they walk through, even, re even in religion, not just in politics. Or I just keep thinking about that, of, of church hurt, basically. Yeah. And you know what? That's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Dealing with things the flesh can't handle. I will pray and then talk about a few more points. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. But
It's for the Spirit of God to rise within them. In fact, I just speak to you now, like Kelsey asked, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for you. I want you to catch it. Again, catch it. There's an anointing that's going to come upon you when I pray this prayer, and I'll release it. That anointing is the Holy Spirit rising up, and he's going to show you how wisdom can rise from the inside and that the Holy Spirit has the answer. And when the Holy Spirit gives you the answer, then you follow that no matter what because it is always the best course of action for you and those that are around you. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I do pray. There are so many prophetic people, so many spirit-filled people that are in situations, whether it be in churches or in families, where there's so much opposition spiritually, religiously against their lives and attempts to shut them down and they don't know what to do. Lord, at this moment now, in the name of Jesus, release that anointing. Spirit man, rise up on the inside. Hear the voice of God. Believe the voice of God. Let it gain the ascendancy over your flesh, your soul, because that is where your power comes from, and that's how you can handle it. Give them the wisdom, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Wow. You know, Kelsey, years ago, the Lord actually, he caught me up in the spirit, and I saw a vision. Michael the Archangel was there. And in this vision, way up, looking down on the continental United States, I saw this swirling mass of rainbow colors coming, the glory of God and things that are happening in this season. And there were strongholds that were attempting to keep it from reaching America. And, of course, demonic. And these fireballs were coming in. They were angels coming from the side diagonally and hitting those strongholds, beginning to just tear them down, and it was lowering and lowering and lowering. And then other strongholds would try to come up and either rebuild or form new ones. And I turned to Michael and I said, why are they rebuilding? I mean, you guys are from God. This is obviously the will of God. This is, this is a new spiritual era, a new Christian era. There's so much happening right now. Why is it that they're rebuilding? And he said something to me that really shook me to the core. He said, because of the hearts. He said, the hearts and the mouths of men empower demonic spirits to resist the purpose of God. Wow. Then he followed it up by saying, that's why we, talking about the warrior angels, need faith-filled, spirit-filled people to speak, decree, declare words of righteousness in line with God's purposes to empower us to bring it to pass. The hearts and the mouths. That's why I'm saying the flesh can't deal with these things. It can only come from the heart. And when the heart gains ascendancy and rises up and takes control, you see, the flesh and the soul won't let you have what they oppose. It doesn't matter what God wants for you in your life. If your flesh and soul oppose it, just by itself, if you're living out of your flesh and your soul, you can't have it. I don't care how much you want it. You can't have it. Not until you do one thing. And that is, you let the spirit, your human spirit and the spirit of God on the inside of you, rise up and gain ascendancy over that flesh and soul. Then you can have it. And another thing is that the flesh and the soul can't deliver themselves. 
You can try mm. it. You can attempt fasting. You can go without food. You can attend church every time the door is open for six months. You can try everything at your disposal in the flesh, but the flesh cannot overcome the flesh. Paul even mm. addressed that to the Galatians. You find it in the fourth and the fifth chapter of Galatians. He yes. said that you'll end up animalistically because the flesh without the revelation and without the empowerment of the spirit is like a natural animal and you'll bite and devour one another and find yourself in these areas of passivity or aggressiveness and strife and all those things. The murmuring of the flesh tries to yeah. keep you out of the promises of God. Strife will ground a prophetic eagle. So those are things of like, that's not right. condemnatory. I'm not telling right. people, I'm not judging, I'm not pronouncing upon people that if you got angry or, if, you know, no, no, that you're not going to have. No, I'm just telling you, get out of the flesh. Yield yourself to the Spirit. How do you yield yourself to the Spirit? It's got to be a lifestyle. Yes, pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray in tongues. Pray in English, led by the Spirit. But it's a yeah. lifestyle. It's, how do I put this? Just trust me. I've been around the block a few times. I started out the same way that you did. Those of you that are watching going, I try, but, you know, sometimes the Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. But you can learn. You can develop. When I first started, I was manpower. I'm going to pray in the spirit. And I did. I'm going to get into the word. And I did. And all of those things were absolutely right and necessary and the thing to do. But I really had to contend. I really had to push through and then develop. If I'd stopped, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Today. Oh, come on. But over the years and the decades, spending time with the Spirit of God, spending time with Jesus and fellowship and worship, listening to Him, obeying His voice and finding out that it worked. And just yes. feeling, I'm at a point in my life where that relationship is more important to me than anything. Amen. Anything. Because it's out of that relationship that everything that God has for me evolves and comes forth. The victory is because of the spirit that's inside yeah. of me. And so it's our spirit's job when we feed it, when we develop that relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's our human spirit's job to rise up and to bring these things in line. And it's out of that strength that we become victorious. We become successful. You see, there's a danger here. Physical knowledge equips the flesh. Spiritual revelation equips the spirit, the human mm -hmm. spirit. Physical knowledge prepares us for debate. That's good. Spiritual revelation prepares us for transformation. Mm. There are many Christians, it's just a warning. Just listen to the Holy Spirit. There are many Christians out there in politics today that are equipping themselves for debate and not equipping themselves for transformation. Okay. Please hear the Holy Spirit. There are many Christians that are trying to deal with things in their family or in their church or, you know, the work environment, all the situations of life. And yes. they're trying to equip themselves to deal with it in debate, to have a good answer. You should have a good answer. But have you equipped yourself for transformation? Because a transformative answer is a whole lot better than the physical answer. Yes. You can't train yourself 
how to put somebody down and deal with the things that the flesh can't handle by the flesh. You can yeah. only do it by the Spirit of God. Yes. Host the glory of God. You know, the fruit of the Spirit, I was talking to you there about uh, in Galatians, where he said that the animalistic aspect of our flesh without the empowerment of the Spirit will devour itself and devour yeah. those around us. It just it can't handle. And then he goes on and he talks about uh, the fruit of the Spirit versus the lust of the flesh. He said, walk in the Spirit, in chapter 5, walk in the Spirit and you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Well, what I'm telling you is that the lust of the flesh isn't just sin. It's the flesh's attempt to compromise or control things around you. It's good. Without the transformative ability of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you to handle it. And that's why he goes through and he lists the things of the flesh. And we would go, oh, man, adultery, uh, witchcraft. Uh, I don't do those things. I don't do those things because I'm saved and I've got the Spirit of God. I, I, I don't get into the lust of the flesh. And then your closest friend talks you out of doing something that God told you to do because of the pressure because of the trances, because of wanting people to like you, because of societal things, you back down, or you, you, you vote for somebody you didn't want to vote for in order to keep peace in the family or so that the people at work won't get angry. You don't have to go through all wow. the stuff or lose your job. Wow. All of those things are controlling. We have to get into the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit, the love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, the goodness, the temperance, the self-control, all of those are fruits of power. And I kind of pick up a little bit, last time I was on with Steve, I talked about this area, but I wanted to reiterate it right now, if I can take just a few minutes, Kelsey. Oh, absolutely. There's, there are the gifts of the Spirit. The gifts of the Spirit are gifts of revelation and power. And then there's the fruit of the Spirit. And although we call the fruit of the Spirit manifestations of the character of Christ, that's all true. Mm -hmm. They're character, but they're fruits of power. Just mm -hmm. as powerful as the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. Because what they do is they give to you the control. There are so many things out there. If you think this is a concept that sometimes is called tanking. But tanking is that, let's say that in any relationship, me and my wife, um, between you, Kelsey, and me right at this particular moment, between mm -hmm. Jesus and me, between my job and me, between this situation mm -hmm. and circumstance and me, at that particular point, there's only a certain amount of legitimate power or control or things that can be done. So what happens is God wants it to be in us. So if we imagine ourselves as a tank full of that power, wisdom, ability, how Jesus would handle it. Mm -hmm. But all of these things, now there are situations that are arising that are beginning to siphon that because there's a hose that connects us in every one of these relationships. And so as they start, if they start putting pressure on us and controlling us and all these other things that we face, there's, oh, I want to go in and preach on, I, okay, hold it down, Thompson. <laughs> what happened, those things begin to siphon. They try to siphon, whether that person wants to or not. Have you ever been accused of being in a situation, a, a, a discussion with somebody, and all of a sudden they're accusing you of things that you didn't do, you didn't know? Yes. Sometimes they're giving their power away because of the way they're trained. Uh, but other times, it's other people trying to siphon our power 
away. And so as that's getting lower and lower, we have to find a way to get it back. And it's not by passivity. It is not by aggression. It is not by the flesh. It is not by the soul. There are certain things that God will renew our minds to and allow us to do naturally and psychologically, but it's because of the renewing. It's because of the ascendancy of the Spirit of God and the Word of God that has come up over us. And so those things, the fruit of the Spirit, are empowerments to keep us in that place to where we are walking full in all of those situations of our own self-control and what Jesus has directed us and the Holy Spirit is leading us to do in that situation. Yes. It takes giving ourselves to the Word, giving ourselves to the Spirit, worship, all of those things, hosting the glory of God and allowing it to all flow. And so the fruit of the Spirit then helps us stay in the middle, stay in the assertiveness, stay in the spiritual control, stay in the will of God, stay in those places. And so I really want to encourage people, develop that spirit life with the Word and with the Holy Spirit. We are entering into a new season now. The only way that we can fully connect with and receive and be successful in what's coming up as believers is if we do it by the Spirit. Pray. Praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues, worshiping Jesus in the Spirit is in my opinion, absolutely crucial. Of course, the Word of God is crucial, but it's the Word of God that we study and we develop within the atmosphere of the Spirit that brings the revelation, the control, and then Jesus will lead us. We'll know how to handle all the things in our government and politics in our nation this year. We'll know how to minister to those that are around us. We'll know how to deal with the things that are in our family, our friendships, all of the health and the money pressures, all of these trances. Trances are learned reactions that are nothing more than physical and, and, and psychological responses to things that don't give way at all to the word or the spirit of God. That's so good. They have to be broken. We have to rise yes. up. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we can do that. Yes. Amen. Every single person listening to us right now today can do that. Yes. I need to pray for them about it. I know you do. I was going to ask, would you pray that the Holy Spirit would just begin to fall fresh on people again? That they yeah, would yeah. experience the presence of the Holy Spirit, re, rebaptize over and over again in His love and in His power and in His fruit, and just stir them up, Mike. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, praise God! You know my heart is for you, every single one of you. I went to God for you. I spend my life, my wife and I. Our ministry team, we spend our lives before the Lord Jesus, not only for ourselves, but for you. I go to him and I ask him. I say, you reveal to me what's going on. What do the people need? I did that before this video today. What do the people need to hear? What's going to set them free? What do I have? What can you give me? I come to you and I ask for that bread. Give it to me for the ones that are in need. And then I turn around and I come and I bring God to you. And in doing so, it's the answer. The answer is that we need a revival in our hearts. We need a refreshing and a renewing of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We need to be set free 
of all the things that the flesh and the soul and the things have just not our whole lives, yes, but what about the last two and a half years of trauma yeah. that we've gone through, that the whole world has, the PTSD in some effect that society has, the strife to do, what do we do about that? The Holy Spirit wants to draw you into a place of freedom and healing and transformation. Would you receive it? Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for these people. Jesus, in behalf of you, I minister to these people. Holy Spirit, I depend upon you to minister to God's people now. Come upon them. Come upon them. The anointing and the glory and the wonder of God come upon them. Rise on the inside. Raise their human spirit up, filled with your glory, to gain ascendancy over the outer man. Raise them up. Refresh them. Heal them. Pour in the oil and the wine, and the wisdom and the provision, and the fruit of the Spirit, and the elements of spiritual empowerment that they need for this time. They need it, Lord. You need it. Receive it as I release it in the name of Jesus Christ. Heal their bodies, Lord. Restore their finances. Heal their relationships. Bring it all into order. God's order. Spirit first. Then the soul. Then the body. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 I feel like, too, the Lord wants to release uh, a fresh fire, a fresh baptism of fire that the Holy Spirit wants to come and burn in your life again. For those of you who felt like, I've just not been on fire, I just haven't had that spark. Well, you've been storing up your oil and storing up your oil. And the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. And the Lord will come and light your candle. So right now, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would come into each and every hungry heart full of the oil of intimacy. Right now, Lord, in your fire would begin to burn in each and every single spirit. Lord, that you would light the candles. Lord, that they search the innermost parts of each person, God, that you purify your children, Lord, in the time we're in, God, so they can see clear. They can hear clearly the words that you're saying, God. I just ask for a fresh baptism right now of the fire of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, right now. Thank you, God. Reigniting destinies, Lord reigniting visions lord right now reigniting promises right now by your spirit thank you holy spirit setting you on fire again for your ministry for your church for your family hallelujah thank you jesus restoring families through the fire restoring relationships through the fire god we bless you for it and we thank you holy spirit in jesus mighty name hallelujah Hallelujah. One more time. Please. Wow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. I think they got it. Yeah, I mean, you you can feel it coming in waves. So just receive it right now in your home. Um, You know, Mike, whenever you say there's such, I mean, me and Jeff talk about this before you get on we're like when he says release it's oh you're just your whole spirit man is like woof. it like blows you back because it's so powerful because it's from the lord it's from the spirit so mike yeah. thank you so much for being on with us today 
are how many different ways can people follow you? I know Mike Thompson Ministries, but you're on Facebook and YouTube. Anything else? Instagram, Rumble, uh, podcast on Charisma Podcast Network. What's the name of your podcast? Well, you'll laugh. It's so simple. Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson. There you go. Make sure you guys find that podcast um, for Third Heaven Authority. And thanks so much, Mike, for being with us today. We love you so much. Everything you shared was so, so powerful. All right. Thank you so much. God bless all of you. Uh, all right, guys. Um, it's Friday. Yay. So we don't have any show tomorrow. It's the weekend. Enjoy your weekend with the Lord. And we'll be back on Monday with Johnny Enlow on Filtered. It's on Rumble and Facebook and Elijah Streams only. We're not on YouTube right now. So just so you know, it's on Rumble, Facebook, and ElijahStreams.com. Also, thank you to all of you guys who faithfully support us and help us do all the different things we have to do. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for sending in your kind emails and your handwritten cards and everything uh, you guys do is just showing the love of Christ to us. And just because we're in ministry, sometimes people think we don't need encouragement, but the encouragement from you guys is really so beautiful. So thank you again for supporting us and, and uh, coming each and every day and being family with us. We love you guys so much. Have an incredible, blessed, prosperous, and favored weekend in the Lord. We'll see you on Monday. God bless. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.